Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. And welcome to the Health Works Podcast. And yes, that's Works with an X. This podcast is about the importance of wellness and how everyone deserves access to affordable health care. We are here to tell you it's possible. And we have the solution. We are your hosts. I am Bridget Weisberg. And I am Dr. Deanna McCausham. And we want to encourage our listeners to be more aware of their individual health and let you know you have options. With Extension Health, our nonprofit wellness company, we let the people have access to a no-cost health program. So you can now be on your way to a lifestyle of healthy living. Hello, hello. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the HealthWorks podcast. We are your host. I am Bridget Weisberg. And I am Dr. Deanna McCausham. Once again, we want to address that we hope everyone is staying safe and reminding you, our listeners, that you are not alone. We are all in this together. Today, we have a very talented and special guest who I am extremely excited to introduce. We have Maria Jose Uribe here today, a LPGA player and 2016 Rio Olympian. She will be speaking with us today on how she is doing during this pandemic and how she is staying active and healthy during this unknown time. Without further ado, welcome Maria Jose Uribe. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey. Hello. Thank you very much for coming. We are so happy to have you here with us. Well, I'm actually really excited, um, you know, that you're here with us to give us a little insight, um, you know, especially not only to us, but to our listeners on the importance of staying active and healthy, particularly during this time. I mean, we know it's not always easy to keep that motivation going, especially when we are confined to our homes for the most part with this whole COVID situation going on. So I want to emphasize a little on how your life has been before COVID how it is now during it, and how you expect it will be in the future. So let's start off by asking you, basically, what motivated you to start, you know, in this profession as a professional golf player? Yeah, I started playing when I was about 10 years old. I wasn't really good at the beginning, but once I was 13 or 14, I started winning national championships and the competitive side of me uh, liked that and kept getting motivated. Uh, So once I was uh, 17, I won the U.S. Women's Amateur in the U.S. Um, That was a big deal for me. Then going to UCLA um, in an athletic scholarship, that really helped. And then when I was 19, I got offers to turn pro. Um, I definitely am a competitive person. So that really drove me um, and being able to enjoy travel the world and make a living doing it. um, It was an opportunity I couldn't pass. Wow, that's amazing. Wow, that's I mean, yeah, she started off really early and everything and all these achievements that you've had at such a young age, too. Now, as a professional golf player, um, I assume just like any other sport, you have to do a lot of training. How has that changed for you? So in other words, before COVID, how often did you train and has that changed now during COVID? The biggest change has been uh, the stop of the traveling. I used to travel around 30 weeks out of the 52. So now I've been home before. Um, usually you do around eight hours of golf a day and then 
two hours of gym and recovery. So that includes like working out, but also massages or stretching. Um, so it's definitely changed the first couple of weeks. Um, just staying home were a little crazy cause I'm ready to be on the go all the time. Wow. Well, what is driving you to get up in the morning and go train every day since you're stuck at home? So the first couple of weeks in COVID, we were in strict lockdown. Um, So I decided to do two sessions a day with my instructor um, with video calling uh, that I really need somebody that motivated me. Um, I know it's hard because we didn't know I'm a planner. So I didn't know when when I was my next competition going to be or anything. Um, so definitely having someone there pushing me really motivates me and, and knowing that it was going to be soon. I thought it was going to be maybe two months of no competition. It ended up being more, but knowing there's going to be something I have to prepare for, um, we had the Olympics back then. So that definitely drove me to get up every morning and do those two workouts in video calling. That was something really different from what we were used to. Yeah, that's good that you have um, someone there to motivate you. That definitely, when I started to sign up for like a a class, that helped me be on time for that class to take that workout class because trying to do it on my own is not the easiest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And who who is it? um, Who are the main people that motivate you like every day to go? Is it your family? Is it your coach? Is it um, who are the people that motivate you and drive you every morning to, to do the training? Yeah, well, with my my team, uh, with this was my my fitness trainer. Um, I think I respect people a lot of people's time, so I would feel bad being late or missing out on a workout. And my coaches too, so that really helped me through quarantine. Uh, having a schedule, uh, like I said, I'm a planner, so having a routine and knowing these people are counting on me and being there to work with them. Uh, really helps me. Um, so usually my team, of course, uh, my my family helps out. And now I'm doing a lot of walks and going out, um, doing cycling stuff with my husband. Uh, it, it helps us keep ourselves on on a good mood if we go out together. Sometimes when you're by yourself, it's hard to stay motivated. But sometimes I I tell him to go and sometimes he reminds me we haven't done anything. So uh, especially with the long quarantine in my country, it's been it's been pretty hard. We, we have to rely on other people for sure. Yeah, that's good, though, that you guys go together. Yeah, that's that's very important. Yeah, definitely always good to have somebody else there to push you through, you know, and if it's the husband, then he can get the workout, too. Right. So that that's always good. <laughs> Keep him in shape, too. <laughs> Exactly. Well, what would you say your strengths and maybe some weaknesses for for both an, as an athlete and as a person? Um, as an athlete um, and as a person, I feel like uh, probably the same. I'm pretty disciplined, um, um, really responsible. So whatever I set my mind to, I usually accomplish. I, I put in the work. Um, my weakness uh, probably... I'm a perfectionist, so sometimes I'm too hard on myself. Um, and when a goal, it's like once I realize maybe it's not completely achievable, um, I get a little down on myself. So it's hard to stay motivated when those things happen because I get frustrated when things don't go my way. 
I can totally relate to that because whenever I start a project and I know I have my mind set on something and if it's not, if it goes slightly off the way that I want it, I get frustrated and I have to start back from zero. So I can, I, I completely relate. So I know, I know what you're talking about now. Um, talking about, you know, physical health, um, as an athlete yourself, what steps do you take not only to stay healthy physically, but also what are those steps that you take to stay healthy mentally? Because I think this is this has become like one of the biggest issues now with COVID and with quarantine. Um, I know um, in your country, which is where you're at right now, Colombia, quarantine has been a little bit more strict than, for example, here in the United States. And you like literally have had to stay in your house. Um, so this has affected a lot of families. Um, we had actually discussed about this with Bridget in our previous podcast. We saw an increment in um you know um family abuse and and all that and how how have you maintained yourself healthy not only physically but mentally yeah it's it's been a big change because usually i mean when i was younger i was all about goals and golf was my life completely um so i was really driven and everything was focused on gym 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 and practice practice and i realized with the years that you need to have a balance so um a big thing for me was taking time off to go hiking and do other stuff uh with people um that really helped me mentally but clearly we can't do that um in quarantine so i've always meditated but Thank God I started with a new meditation coach in February this year in Australia. And so I was going through that process when the quarantine started, like getting a new type of meditation and really getting into it. That really helped me the first couple of um, weeks um, with the new training. I had to do two meditations a day. So that uh, kept me busy and also made me get out of the house and get some sunlight that sometimes you don't think about those things, but uh, it's so important with the vitamin D. Um, I, I was I was so used to getting sun all day for eight hours and then I was just home. So uh, I was getting out, meditating in the backyard, um, at least uh, getting some silence uh, in every day. Um, that really helped me. And I mean, we don't realize, I'm, I don't think I'm such a social person, but <clears throat> with quarantine, I realized that I am like Zoom really helped and doing video calling with friends and family because uh, it can get lonely for sure. Yeah, that's that has been, you know, these Zoom meetings, Zoom parties that everybody's having and you you start taking everything for granted. And then, you know, when a situation like this hits, you realize like, oh, my God, how how much little things just like going out and grabbing a cup of coffee with a friend or just meeting and going to a movie you have. I mean, I personally used to go to the movies every single weekend. And that, to me, was the way I would release like any stress. And now you don't have that anymore. So you start realizing all those little things that probably meant like nothing like back then because you were so used to doing it every day that now that you don't have it, you start realizing how much that actually changed, you know, your your mood and how much it, it actually did mean something that perhaps you thought it was insignificant back then. But now that you don't have it, you realize how much all those little things actually did help out in your daily life. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. Now, um, what do you think is the main difference um, in your life in general, like before the pandemic and and now? Like, what do you think are, is the main difference? Like, what would you say? Like, if I if I can like definitely pinpoint something that is the main difference between um, you know before this whole thing started and now, like, what would you say that is? Um, like I said, I think traveling. Like, I'm not used to being home this much. Uh, I live out of a suitcase. I'm used to being in contact with other cultures and traveling and meeting new people. So that's been hard. I'm just like getting bored of like the same food. Like before I would miss the food from back home. And now I'm like, I don't even feel like ordering takeout or anything. Cause I'm just like sick of it, you know? Like, um, so it's, it's been an adjustment for me for sure. Um, being home for a long time. And, and golf was closed for a while here too. So just doing nothing, um, doing Netflix, uh, like I used to enjoy that, but when you have to do it for so many days in a row, uh, it gets kind of boring. So I actually did a lot of online courses and, and tried to stay um, active in other stuff because it, it was getting boring to just be home and when before when I was home, at least I could visit my friends and family or even travel here in Colombia. Um, but when you're just stuck in a place, it, it was it was weird. Like I'm used to my lonely time from airports and hotel rooms. Uh, but but this was like a forced one. So so that was hard to just have to stay in one place. Yeah, definitely. Has it been kind of nice, though, to kind of not be traveling all the time? Have you enjoyed just kind of being at peace in a way without having to move all the time? Like stand still? I kind of like moving all the time. I feel like I feel like I've done it since I'm like 10 or 11. So I'm so used to it that it's been I mean, it's definitely it's definitely um, help me prepare for retirement like now I know how it feels I feel it's it's a a little different last year I got injured for a couple months and I was also home but I was able to go places and meet people and do stuff um this was literally a confinement um in my house but yeah it's been nice to be with my husband and just like hang out um he's more social than me so he gets really anxious of not seeing people and and he wants to hang out with other people but um for me i i feel like no matter what i do when i retire um, i want to be on the go a little bit yeah well speaking of retirement i almost forgot i think we all owe you a congratulations that is true congratulations Thank you. You'll be expecting a little one soon, boy, girl. Let us know. A boy, a boy, yeah. Woo! That is so exciting. Quarantine was effective for us. We didn't do social distancing. <laughs> I think a lot of people can say that right now. Yeah, we, I know we're going to be expecting a few few babies probably down the road from a lot of people, but that's great. And do you think this has affected you in a way, you know, with the, um, the COVID and everything? I mean, it was a planned decision. A lot of athletes and a lot of actually artists are pregnant right now, I think, with 
tours being canceled and tournaments and competitions, people thought it was the right time to do it since we were going to be off anyways um, to use this time. So it's affected me in the way that like it's my first pregnancy. So I don't know how it would be feeling if I would be on the go. Sometimes I think it would be easier because I would be having my mind and the adrenaline of tournaments. Um, right now, like my first couple of months were hard with all the morning sickness and stuff, but I feel like it's because I was just home and like, that was all I could think about, you know, like being pregnant and being sick. Uh, but it's been nice to enjoy my pregnancy and not do anything and just chill. Everybody says like, Oh, sleep now that you can. Yes. Trust me. <laughs> so it's been nice to it's been nice to be able to take naps and and also live this process with my husband because if I was traveling we'll be probably not be together the whole time. So so it's been nice to be doing it together. Um, and it's actually given my quarantine a purpose. No, that's that's completely great. I mean, like you said, you've, it's given you a chance to actually enjoy the whole process um, because you really at this moment, like you said, you because you've been quarantined, you don't have anything much other to do really than be at home and experience it along with your husband, who's actually, you know, not not a lot of people get to say my husband has actually been with me throughout the whole process, which you can actually say at this moment. And um have you had any particular cravings or anything that, that you've noticed? <laughs> I, I haven't had any cravings. It's weird because I love um, ice cream and sweets. And I probably only started having sweets again like two weeks ago. Other than that, I didn't like them at all. And they made me sick. I couldn't even make myself eat them which was good for the weight gain part and being good about sugar. But I wasn't, I like I had appetite, but I wasn't having cravings at all. Like I would eat because I'm hungry. But like I said, I wasn't craving almost anything. My husband is been craving a lot. He's been having a lot of sweets. Uh, I hear that the men kind of like feed off of our emotions, cravings or weight gain or this. And they notice it's like my husband's the same thing is happening. He's gaining weight. He's it's like all those things that happened to us during pregnancy. He's starting to get emotional or gain weight or emotional, like all these weird things. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. I mean, there there's a couple of people because my husband, uh, he's teeth started hurting and he told somebody and he said the same thing happened to me when she was pregnant so I don't know if I think men are just like not tough enough and they want to feel and they want to feel part of the process but yeah like the pregnancy craving wise it's been uh, it's been normal yeah like uh, nothing I mean of course you crave things you don't you can't have so I crave sushi Oh, I did too. Yeah, from and from what I recall, I believe you're you you're a sushi lover, right? Yes. So I think in my case, I've I obviously never been pregnant, but if eventually that were to happen, I think that would probably be the hardest thing for me. That was my the toughest thing for me, sushi. Yeah, I think that that would be definitely a hard one. So, how has your routine changed throughout 
all these different stages, um, especially now you're pregnant. So you probably have a different routine from before the pandemic and now that you're pre- pregnant and until now. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. It was the first two months, like I said, or even less a uh, month and a half because I found out I was pregnant later in my pregnancy. So for like two months, I was working out twice a day uh, pretty hard focusing mainly on my workouts and not the golf part of um, my routine since I couldn't do it. And then once I found out I was pregnant, they told me I had to stop uh, working out completely until my 12 week appointment. Um, So that was a little weird then, but I was playing golf at that point. So I started practicing more and doing more like stretches and still doing some stuff to fill out my daily routine, but I couldn't do any squats or anything. Um, but since my, the last 10 weeks, I've been able to work out. So mainly, uh, workouts that don't include apps. That's pretty much what they tell you not to do. Um, uh, walking a lot. So I'm usually in golf, you walk four and a half hours in the golf course. Uh, so I don't want to lose that cause I want to come, Uh, as fast as I can after the pregnancy for the Tokyo Olympics next year. Uh, So walking a lot, at least like an hour and a half, two hours every day. And doing some golf. Uh, But pretty much just whatever I feel like. I'm not pressuring myself into anything. We're still in quarantine here. So it's not that easy but the walking part i make sure i do every day that's great now that now that you mentioned that that you want to go um you know directly get back back in the field right away um have you thought about like right after pregnancy like how long you're gonna like after you have your delivery and you have your baby how long you're planning on like maybe taking time off just to dedicate to your baby and then after like when you will start like actual full-on training yeah, so I'm due last week, first last week December, first week of January. So it depends if I can do a natural birth. Then I've seen like Michelle Wee, another LPGA player. She was hitting balls 14 days after giving birth. So you could do it faster, and it depends on how it goes. Of course, uh, labor is unpredictable. Uh, so if it's a C-section, usually they tell you six weeks. My, so it depends. The Olympics are in August. So I would have seven months to be a hundred percent back. Uh, my idea is I think by March we'll have a better idea if the Olympics are actually happening and what's going on with the pandemic. Um, and that would be three months. So if they're actually a go, then I can start practicing probably in March and be ready by August. So in general, like just for everybody's knowledge in general, usually pregnancies like you, like Maria um, Jose just like mentioned, if it is a natural birth, um, you, the time to like just basically get back on your feet and do like your normal activities, it is shorter than when you have a C-section. And like she did mention, you know, it also is, it's going to depend on if there's any complications during birth or not. So that's why a lot of the time it is recommended to just like have um, the natural birth. And another thing that people might not know is that one of the things that all also helps your body get back into shape is breastfeeding. So if you do like the whole complete just um, 
just breastfeeding the baby that also not only um, is it good for your baby but it also helps the mom like get back into shape as well so for um, new moms or expecting moms out there just keep that in um, in mind um, for for the future too and it's so good for the baby too that is correct it builds up their immune system it's going to give them the immunity that nothing else can antibody Exactly. So it is always recommended, um, especially the first six months, to just be breast milk, if at all possible. Um, obviously, there's you know there's certain situations where the mom can't breastfeed, but if it is in your hands and it's possible for you to do it, then definitely do um, you know the breastfeeding for the first six months um, of the baby's life. Now, with this whole situation, obviously everybody has experienced COVID differently. Um, you know, depending what country you've been in, depending what field or, you know, people in health were in health industry have uh, dealt with it differently. Um, athletes have dealt with it differently. But you, um, how is, what is the most positive thing or if there is anything positive that you can take away from the ex this whole experience, what do you think it would be? Mm, I think a lot of, a lot of stuff, but I'm a planner And this really showed me that you cannot plan everything, you know, like I've always, I've always known I'm going to retire in 2020 after the Olympics, I'll have kids and uh, everything's planned. And then life throws you this curveball, you know, so I'm definitely more relaxed now and working on being okay with things that are not in my control. Uh, so that that I would really take from this and like I said luckily I was starting a new meditation uh, routine uh, that's really helped me and it's been nice to be so consistent with it since I'm home um, but I think those those are the biggest things and of course I mean I'm gonna have my baby boy to take from this pandemic so it's definitely gonna be something I will remember for the rest of my life but I think just the mindset uh, has changed a lot. Now I know you're talking about I, I believe you said that this med new meditation it was um, from some somewhere in Australia is it something that it's um, it's you, you're doing online or you know how, how is that working? Yeah, so she's actually, her name is Dion. Uh, she coaches a lot of celebrities, uh, artists, athletes. She was on Broadway herself. And um, I've always done meditation, but it's been more like mindfulness, different meditations, just to explain it um, easy for dummies. It's like some meditations, you're focused on a place you're gonna go or somebody's narrating something and you focus in that or you focus on your breathing um those are the meditations i used to do before and this one it's focused on a mantra um i've never done that before so i met up with her in february when i went to the australian open and we did like three or four sessions there and after that just virtually Um, now she has like a group, so you go online for a group meditation, but you still have to do twice a day, a uh, 10 minute or 15 minute meditation, depends on what level you are. Um, but it's really helped me to have that structure. Um, and it's really different from the, the meditation I used to do before. 
There, I mean, when we we've talked about this before, guys. You know, if I know the situation's not easy for everybody having to stay at home, working remotely, but there is stuff out there that you can do. You know, that you can find um, through the internet. I mean, the internet is just something like where you can have find so much information, and it's out there. Like a lot of the times, you can even find it for free. So, um, yeah, you have the resources to to not basically not go crazy in your house i mean like she said it you know you can go work out just by walking outside with your husband you know with your kids if you have any kids you know so there there are methods to to stay sane and stay healthy um so that's that's always out there so you can always count on that and always just reach out to someone if needed yeah i've really got into audiobooks too um and with Audible in Amazon, you pay like a monthly fee. So it almost like forces you to read one or two books, uh, to listen to one or two books uh, a month. And when you go on walks and are listening to a book, it goes by super fast. And um, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like I do just autobiographies or like funny stuff that would keep because sometimes it gets boring to go walk by yourself. Um, so that that's really helped me a lot, too. I started listening to a lot of podcasts too, you know, and it's just um, not only to ours, but, you know, it's just like different podcasts in general. And it's, um, you know, you get so much information out there. And I've also done the audiobooks too when I'm just like in my car, I'm driving, you know, I'll listen to something. Um, I have watched new series, new documentaries, because like um, Maria Jose said, you know, like you get so tired of just watching series and Netflix, but you have documentaries too that are so interesting. So, it, I mean, there's just, a lot of stuff out there that you can do now so everything's in you know just basically at the click at a click of a mouse you can find so so much stuff i especially right now i think we're we're very lucky to have the internet and these resources that are just so easily accessible to us um i feel like if this happened before the internet i mean it kind of did but it would have been crazy a lot harder especially <laughs> for all of us <laughs> no and and not only that i mean you imagine like i honestly um thank god about this because my family um is actually also in colombia like um like Maria Jose and you know and I can't talk to them um I like I can't see them in person I can't give them a hug I can't you know because the borders are closed nobody can travel in and out you know so this is the only way I get to talk to them through a video through my phone or my computer and it, it does make you feel closer to them and thank god we have you know like free basically if you have internet on your phone you can talk to them for free not like back in the day where you just like you know some some people didn't even have phones some people didn't have a cell phone so so it has made it a lot easier definitely but maybe wouldn't have gotten so big because no airplanes or nobody traveling around i don't know it's crazy it's crazy to think that people went through this in the 1920s yeah i know i know and it's like and it's it's just you know I remember, um, you know, New Year's Eve, I was like 
you know, making all these wishes. I, I don't know. It's, it's like tra- when you have those traditions that you're supposed to make like 12 wishes, you know, for the year, what you're going to do. And I'm like over here thinking, okay, I'm going to travel to this place. I'm going to do this, this and that. And like, you know, what Jose said, it's like, it's like, uh, yeah, plans change. <laughs> definitely. They definitely change. Like you did not see this coming at all. You wouldn't expect that you were going to be out walking with a mask everywhere. You know that you weren't, it's, 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 it's definitely been, um, eye-opening you know and you just have to be ready for 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 anything that that happens and life throws at you and definitely adapt to change it's teaching everyone to adapt and you know but i i believe we can all get through this and i i feel like everyone is banding together and working together to get through this and just know that there are people out there who are listening and do have an ear to listen to you if you have need anything because we're all going through this and you know it, it it's you shouldn't be ashamed if you're having a hard time because there's many many people out there that's going through the same thing you are you know yeah true and just like any any stressful situation i mean this has unfortunately brought the worst out of some people but at the same time it has brought the best out in some you know you've seen people help out each other you've seen people you know just work together to try to make you know this world at this moment a better place than what it is right now with this whole situation going so so we have to, we have to at least take the positive take the those positive situations or, or or try to make the best at least let's try to be those people that try to make the best out of this situation exactly for sure and, and give a lot of to support to the people that have tested positive. I know that it's hard for us, but the people that are in quarantine and a positive result, uh, they're alone, really, and can't even hang out with their roommates. So I feel like if you know anybody that it's positive, make sure you text them uh, that they're doing fine, video call them because uh, they're going through a rough time, even if their symptoms are not that bad. That is, yeah, that, that is correct. She's so right. And yeah, like, you know, we just need to, to help each other out and then just be there for each other. Exactly. Because we're all here going through the same thing, but in different manners. But, you know, we don't know how everyone's feeling inside. And so even just a, a little reach out to your grandparents or a friend, just, hey, how you doing? Thinking about you. If you need anyone to talk to, just let me know, you know, it just that can change a whole person's mindset on their day or their life and, you know, really help them out. And yeah, and unfortunately, there are still some people out there that are not taking the situation seriously. And, um, you know, you have to be considerate of others, you know, you might be running around asymptomatic, um, but that doesn't mean that you can't easily spread it out to somebody and that somebody can be somebody's grandfather that can be somebody's mom you know that can be somebody's uncle so everybody just just be cautious you know take care of each other take care of others you know because tomorrow it might be your grandparent it might be your mom so just always keep that in mind exactly and um going through this pandemic everyone's life has turned up side down but is there anything um maria that you've started doing during this pandemic that you are definitely going to take um and keep doing after 
the pandemic or whether it's a lifestyle routine or anything that you've discovered while being in quarantine that you're like, I'm going to continue to do this. Yeah. Other than the stuff that I've mentioned before, I think the walks with my husband has been really nice because usually we're always on the go. And if I'm here, we're trying to meet my parents and meet my friends and see everybody. And it's been nice to just like finish his work day and go and walk and have talks that we probably would never have. It's almost like a date night, but just walking and talking about random stuff. So I think that's been really nice. And now that the baby boy is coming, uh, that's probably going to be a nice family time that uh, I'll probably want to keep that routine because it's just been nice to don't have any cell phones or anyone else and just going on walks and, and talking about our days. Oh, that's really sweet. I like that. Now, I'm going to take a guess, and I might be wrong, but um, if there's anything that you're looking forward to after the pandemic, what do you think is like that thing that you're looking for the most? I'm thinking it's going to be you're finally going to be able to go and travel. But if I'm wrong, you know, is is there anything that you're looking forward to after this whole pandemic is over? Yeah, for sure, travel. Um, and also, like, I haven't really seen my parents. Like, I see them drop stuff from them or they come to my house and drop something. But they haven't really enjoyed the pregnancy. And so I'm looking forward for the pandemic being gone by the time the baby boy is here so that my family can really enjoy this time of my life with me. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially, um, you know, if this, I think you mentioned this is going to be um, your parents' first grandchild. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be, I mean, I know for sure, like, for example, my mom, she would just like want to be there throughout the whole pregnancy, you know, and unfortunately your mom hasn't, she's, I'm sure she's been wanting to be like with you 24 seven, but with this whole situation, of course, it hasn't been possible, but let's hope that that time comes again when, you know, at least she's able to at least put her, her hand on your tummy to feel that kick and everything. So fingers crossed. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today, Mario. It was a pleasure having you. And if you ever want to come back, you are always welcome. This was so insightful. And um, yeah, I um, I just want to say congratulations again. Yes, congratulations. You are in for such a beautiful and magical experience and I just I am so happy you'll be able to get experience that because I loved it I have two children and it's just amazing just wait till they're three and four <laughs> no I'm just gonna <laughs> no but um it's it's such a beautiful and exciting um moment in your life and just just enjoy it and definitely enjoy naps <laughs> but <laughs> thank you so much to all of our listeners and yeah, thank you everybody for listening again. And uh, like Bree said, my husband, thank you very much for being with us. And to our listeners, this is just 
a perfect example of, you know, even with pregnancy, you can still be active, you can still keep healthy. Like she says, you also have different ways to keep mentally healthy, which is with meditation. You know, sometimes you just could go out and just kind of like, you know, let go just by walking and, you know, and having conversations with people, you know, through the phone or just through a meeting, um, you know, through Zoom meeting or anything like that. So, you know, there's there's ways to 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 just stay mentally safe and healthy out there with this whole situation. Um, stay active, um, you know, make sure you eat healthy, make sure um, you work out from home if you can't go out to the gym right now there's still so many ways there's free um exercise programs online you can youtube it i mean even apps you have that free offer free exercise and you don't even need equipment exactly so just just stay safe um everybody out there and uh once again my dad said congratulations so much on the baby um we're looking forward to seeing some of those baby pictures pretty soon and yeah we're also everything i think all three of us are actually looking forward to hopefully being able to travel again um and um, we definitely look forward to seeing you again, you know, on TV, out in those tours and, you know, representing, representing the female, especially. <laughs> no, thank you guys for having me. Uh, it was a pleasure. And maybe next time we could do a postpartum health <laughs> podcast next year. Uh, exactly. Yeah. See, how are you dealing with that whole situation for sure? Hopefully everybody's going to be out and everyone stay safe. Take care. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye.